I'm not gonna let you do it. You can fucking do it, and that's fine. What up, my big beautiful BBs? This is it. This is Adventures in Roomating, Roommate Pod. I'm your host, Megan Tonjas. That's Keith Batista, who's filling up his little water glass for his little water bird-ass, bitch-ass, bird-ass mouth to, to feast upon. You little bitch-ass, bitch-ass, bitch. You a bird-ass, bitch-ass bird, bitch. <laughs> it's a fun game. You can play it at home. Just take your favorite words. and We should do like a Mad Libs, like a Adventures in Roommating Mad Libs. <laughs> Someone start that for us. Dylan, what are you doing? Nothing. F- make it happen. Um, uh, this is a podcast where we're a couple of friends. Uh, we get together every week because we live together and uh, we talk about the world. Usually I cry about things that I can't have. Keith um, is just Keith. Hi, guys. My name's Keith Batista. Welcome to the podcast. No one cares. And uh, okay. we got some questions today. We do have questions, peeps. We, where, where can people send... Did you call send me peeps? Peeps. Peeps. Like Mr. Peeps. Oh, God, no. Mr. Pib. I don't like it. Dr. Pib? No, I Mr. don't like Pib. it. I don't like any of it. What's that soda? I don't know. It sounds like Dr. Pepper, and that's disgusting. Mr. Pib? Yeah. Or is it just Pib? Can we talk about this lamp that Pib we that, that I was gonna say that we got, but I mean that I got this lamp you got in which the bulbs wouldn't fit, so now I gotta step on it every fucking time. I know. We gotta turn it off. You know, I can't use was... my voice to be like Alexa, turn off my fucking living room light. Oh. This big bitch it is off. So I use I use her now because it's connected to one of the little lights so that there's some light. I use yeah. her to like have a little whatever Just and a then little I, touch. A little touch. And then I got the step light. But this looks like it's a street light from the nineteen fifties. Yeah, I mean, it looks cute. like it's looks like cute. it's from LACMA, girl. Like it it looks like, like a like beautiful. a museum doesn't or... it look like LACMA have you been to LACMA uh, yeah is that like the, where it's the like all the all lights? the pillars and yeah, shit yeah, doesn't yeah. it look like that yeah it's just a big bulb I don't know I got it on Amazon because I was feeling feisty it's like a lamp you see in a park <laughs> It's like an old that woman. Like it nice literally looks like I stole it out of a nice park, and I'm so excited about it. I want I want bulbs like that hanging from the ceiling, but I'm not an electrician, and I can't be trusted with a hammer, so I have to settle for things that are on the floor. As I'm slowly redesigning the apartment, preparing for Keith's departure. <laughs> slowly, yeah, girl, you've been redesigning Sometimes it. I walk oh, in your room, girl, and I eye it. You just walk in my room? I walk in your room sometimes, and I eye it, and I look at it, and I'm like, God, this is so much fucking space. I've offered many times to switch rooms with you, Beebs. No, no, no. It's too late. But what I'm saying is that, like, once you're gone, girl, I think about, like, I that. I feel like you're more excited than not for me to leave. <laughs> you make it, you're making it easier. You know every what I'm saying? Day, I know, girl. After that's, this, that's really what I'm doing. I'm after just this weekend. <laughs> making you hate me so that by the time after I'm gone. After this weekend, I was like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like a man telling me what I can do and can't do. <laughs> this is why I ain't in a relationship. Anyway, so, uh, but I sometimes look at your room and that window and like the space and i think oh my god if this doesn't have a bed in it this is gonna be so much fucking space yeah girl you can have a whole studio girl. i, I really like think a, we should make you like a little studio yeah girl i want you I, w- I mean i would like if you helped me what was that oh I'd you like still want you me to come over me. and build stuff for you yeah yeah like your chair Just, i built both well, of your chairs that's true all these chairs i appreciate well, that actually, no, you did one i did one i mean they're not great chairs all right I mean the the, I cow- mean, the one I built was was more sturdier. Fair, fair. I can't be trusted. I can't. I get. I get. I get anxious. I just gotta make it happen. I just gotta go. Um, but anyway, girl, I think I'm gonna start looking at like little Pinterest boards and shit and figuring out what I want that room to look like because I think that your closet will be really cool for like recording stuff. Yeah. I think 
And fuck, I'll put my desk in there and just close the door and be like, Mom's going to edit. Margo <laughs> will be like, me. where did Mom go? Where did Mom go? That was awesome, Margo's room. We got to put clothes down for her. But yeah, there's the so much doggy doors there's so much the space doors. there that I'm like excited to like kind of move a desk in there and have a little shooting space and have lights set up and just like... Mm-hmm. I'm excited to have... Because my one struggle right now in this apartment is that setting things up, I just don't like doing it. I don't like trying to have to find a like background that's interesting. I just want something that's there that looks cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, girl, maybe you can help me with that. Yeah. Get you some food. You gonna answer some, some questions storm. today, girl? Yeah, girl. All yeah, right, guys. So questions. you guys can uh if you guys want to send us questions and we will give you our superior advice. Oh yeah. Um trained. You can go to uh adventuresandroomating.com and there's a form on the site in which you can fill out. And What's your degree in, girl? My English? degree. I have a major in English creative writing and a minor in film production. Okay. And I have uh, I have a, a, a bachelor's in digital media studies with a focus on I think my I don't even think I have a focus I think my minor was creative or was it fiction I don't know what the fuck it was there's some kind of literature Not some writing has bullshit a minor. who gives a fuck it doesn't mean anything but we clearly are uh, perfect to answer your questions yeah. <laughs> I took a semester of philosophy. We've also been alive psychology. for over 30 years, so that I is think true. we have great life advice and wisdom true. to provide. People our age have multiple children and a mortgage, so yeah, we are... So we have some experience. We got some. Uh, and an alternative way uh, is you can also just email us directly by sending an email to roommatepod.gmail.com. I'm going to get my eyebrows microbladed tomorrow. That's it. I just want to let them know. Why is it called microblading? Because they got a little micro blade, bitch, and they go. So it's a tattoo, or do they put like it's fake. It's not as deep as a tattoo. Or do they put fake hair in your eye? Like, no, no, eyebrows? no. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a tattoo, but it's not as deep as a tattoo, so it doesn't last for forever. It only lasts like a year to three years. You have to get it redone. Yeah. All right. Good luck. But I might have eyebrows. They might be intense. I can't wait to see them. I can't. God, wait you know either. you're stuck with it. Yeah, for a while, for yeah. sure. For, for yeah, for a year to three. It's okay, and they get and they look really weird too in the beginning. They get really dark. You could make a child in the less amount of time. That's but. terrifying. <laughs> That's actually terrifying. I don't like that. Yeah, girl, I'm just trying to get these eyebrows. I want to be Instagram worthy, you know. Like I'm, I'm over it. Mm-hmm. What's that? Continue. Okay. Um. This first question is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Subject is my boyfriend 100% does not want kids, but I'm not sure. Hi, Mom and Tanja's Daddy Keith and Little BB Margo. Mm-hmm. I've been dating my boyfriend for about six months. He was pretty upfront pretty early on that he absolutely has no interest in having kids. Okay. Interesting topic to have early on to discuss. And I'm I not mean, I sure... I guess you might, as, you might as well get it out of the way. Yeah. like Because a lot of people are looking to have kids and True. settle down and might as well let them know. Like, do you, How early on do you tell someone that you're... Do you drop it into a conversation? <sighs> I think for me, it was something like... I would work into a, like, it wouldn't be like something I would bring up directly, but it would be like something that if I found a moment, I could. You jokingly say, like, somehow oh, this is drop why I don't it in, kids. be like, yeah, something like that. Where oh, it's I like, can't wait to not have kids. <laughs> well, it's like, yeah, that's why I don't think I want kids. And then it could yeah. be like, oh, you don't want kids? Oh, like, I do that pretty, uh, well, I feel like I do that pretty, pretty quickly yeah. on just to like throw it in there yep, so yep. you can never. Yeah, girl. Who knows, girl? My, my mind might change. True. Uh, and I'm not okay. So uh, he was pretty upfront early on that he absolutely has no interest in having kids. And I'm not sure how I feel. I've never thought about that I'd be a good mom. I'd never thought that I would be a good mom. 
when I think about the practical parts of parenting, it sounds exhausting. And honestly, I might be too selfish to give up my freedom and be tied down to a kid. You know what? Not even selfish. Just, uh, just actually, you're helping the world. And you're (laughs) also helping the world. I like coming home after work and not having to take care of anyone. Agree. Me. I like making spontaneous plans on the weekend. Oh, (laughs) me. But then I see my friends having babies and I feel a little tug on my ovaries and my heart. See, that's just instinct kicking in, girl. That ain't you, all <laughs> right? That's just that. your programming <laughs> saying, oh, we can oh, update God, that. We can I, update I, that. I, I gotta I empathize. I need it too. But nah, you can override that shit. Yeah, <laughs> you can delete that whole program. <laughs> What should I do? I love my boyfriend and I could see us having a future together, but I don't want to dupe myself into thinking in in okay I'm okay without kids, only to find myself later on regretting that decision. Thanks, Anonymous. So I mean I think you you have more experience with this than I do, but so I'll let you talk. But before I let you talk, let me say critically think. You can imagine. That's I like when you compliment me, girl. That's a big compliment. Not often, but sometimes. Go on. So you had to knock, knock you back down my, a little I bit. I still want my dog. Uh, you, know, you can go get your, you know. <laughs> anyway, um, what I would say is that, because I think this way too, where I'm like, I don't think I want kids. But then I also have the experience where I've been with someone and I feel, I feel something with them where it's almost like, you know what, but you're someone that I, I could see myself having kids with if I were going to do it. Right, right. And it fucks with you because you start to realize like, oh, I think I have all in my head what I want. But that does change depending on a lot of things, a lot of influences. They say it sometimes takes the right person. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's so, like I didn't want kids until I met her. But or until I, also, I met him. I would also say, okay, if we walk into every relationship saying, okay, well, one day I might want something different, so I shouldn't date you. Good but point. that's not what I want now. But I might. You never know. You'll never date anyone because the reality is that you I think if I'll, you if you were someone if she came in and said. I really want kids. Yeah. I would probably well, say, this, yeah. this is something you got to figure out if you're willing to not, because it's going to be harder for you to, if you, to, right. to give up whatever than him to give up. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot. Right. That's what you're set on. The fact that you're like, I don't think I would make a good mom. And I love all of these other things about not having kids. But sometimes I think about it because my friends are doing it. To me, says... I don't know if that's a good enough reason to not pursue this right. relationship because mm-hmm. it's not as instrument as, as it could be. It's only six months. It's only six months. And we I didn't think, get their ages, though. I think the reality is that, you know what? All you can do in a relationship is be honest about what you feel when you feel it. And if a year into this relationship or two years in this relationship or fucking five years in this relationship, all of a sudden you're like, I think I want kids. That's something you got to deal with in the relationship when you get there. I think that's a risk that you take. You can't I, you can't automatically you can't necessarily know what you're going to want. And I also wouldn't bet because I feel like sometimes people say like all right, I want kids. I know he doesn't, but I think if I wait long enough, then he will. He'll change his mind. No. And I don't know if that's how it's going to work. It's not always true. You have to really be prepared for the fact that and and I, I one thing I really want to say is that you know don't like you're you're saying despite this still have the relationship like be in it experience it have a good time and i think a lot of people are so worried about wasting their time i I understand but i think that is a like a misplaced feeling because i feel like even though you you know you're not going to end up marrying or having kids with this person you're still getting 
stuff out of the relationship. There are reasons to be in a relationship. You're learning about how to be in a relationship. You're also yeah. learning, you know, there's just benefits to being in a relationship, even if you know at some point it's going to end. You know what the problem is? Is I don't think that we often see represented relationships that don't. Like, you know, when you meet people that are like, yeah, we were together for eight years and then we didn't talk for a year and now I'm married or I'm whatever and we're best friends Mm -hmm. or like they're a part of my life in some way. Yeah. I don't think we see enough of those relationships represented where we can see that like this wasn't a waste of time. This is someone that was your friend that you lived with, that you loved. You had a whole life together. And then you know what? Those are all positive things. Ooh, shock. After eight years, you changed as a person. After four years in college or high school, you changed as a fucking person. Like no duh, you changed. And so a relationship isn't one size fits all forever. Like it's not, you know, obviously the goal, right? Is that you grow in the same direction at the same time. That's like a fucking unicorn experience like Mm -hmm. that to go for the rest of your life. But the reality is a lot of us are going to have these relationships that go for six months, that go for six years, that go for 12 years. And it's not a failure because they end. It's like you learn a lot of important skills in the meantime and you have a lot of experiences with a person that's important to you. You can't. If you push off all these relationships because you're like, well, but it's not the end, end, end goal. You're never going to meet the person that is the end, end, end goal because you're never going to grow up. In a rush, and this is probably due to being how you're raised. You know, you're told not to. You know, I feel like a part of it has to do with like you're told not to get intimate with someone unless you know that's the one. Yeah. So I feel like people are so in a rush to find the one because they can't have sex unless it's the one. Well, I think people even if they don't agree with it. There's still that in the back of their head where it's like, if I am sleeping with someone, it better be someone that's worth it. You know what it is? Because there's this idea of like... Not wasting my what time. What if I give away something to someone for the first time before I give it to the person that I love yeah, at the end? Yeah, I think it's more a problem on how we raise people yeah. than... But I think a lot of us are kind of... Even if we're not raised by parents that believe that, like yeah. we're kind of shown this idea of you have to find the one that's for you and it's super romanticized and that has to be the person you're with forever. But I think there's a lot of important things you learn in beauty in relationships as they are. Like I would never not be friends with someone because I can look in a crystal ball and know that in 12 years, we're just going to be acquaintances Yeah, in 12, in 12 years, you're going to, you know, we're going to grow apart. It's like, no, but for that 12 years, you need that friend because you both are going to support each other and do all of these things. And getting to those next steps wouldn't come without that part of your life being feeling secure. I just think that we're in such a rush to like control everything and how it ends we're so worried about the end result that it's like, that's not the point. <laughs> yeah. You have to go through all of this with other people and, yeah. you know. So Who's to say that you would meet the person you might end up married to and having kids if that's what you end up wanting to do if you didn't have the 12-year-long relationship with a person that didn't? Yeah. There are things you learn. And, and so this person again ends, what should I do? I love my boyfriend. I could, I could, and I could see us having a future together, but I don't want to dupe myself into thinking I'm okay without kids only to find myself later mm. on regretting that decision. And it's, again, I wonder how old you are. Yeah. Cause I, if you're in your, like your early twenties, I'd be like, girl, you got so much time. Oh yeah. Like I would just be honest with them. I would honestly just say, listen, I really care about you. I want, I, I want us to get to know each other and, and be with each other. I do have these doubts sometimes where I wonder, am I just feeling, do, you know, I don't think I want kids, but I'm wondering if I feel the pressure seeing my friends do it. And so all I can promise you is that I will be honest about that. And hopefully this is a partner that will 
talk through you with talk you through it and and right. and listen to you and if it gets to a point where all of a sudden you're like you know what yeah i really want kids hopefully it's a partner that understands like i want you to be happy enough and make the choice that's important for you and so i think you should go off and find someone that wants to have kids but that might never come. This might be someone that you're just like, God, I really do love going on vacations and not worrying about babies. And wow, I'm having a great time. And yeah. wow. Yeah. Fast forward 20 years. Wow, this was the greatest thing I ever did. But I think you just have to consistently be checking in with you to know what you want and to communicate that to him so that you never get to that point where you're resenting him because you feel like you gave something up to live up to this relationship that you feel like you... Like I, I signed in for it and I'm here forever. That's not how it works. Yeah. And also... You know, listen, if you guys are together for like 10 years or something, and all of a sudden you're like, I want kids. It's, I'm not diminishing how heartbreaking that would be because you're going to be in love right. with each other and that'd be devastating. But he, you have more to lose by not doing the thing that you want than he does because he's already made the decision he doesn't want kids. You know? Oh my God, girl. What? First of all, good luck. Good luck. And, uh, but this is something everyone goes it's a through. Tough, it's tough. Uh, you know, you're so young, it's something to. Definitely think about now, but I wouldn't let it necessarily dictate yeah. the relationship. But at some point, if it bothers you enough or it starts eating at you and you're like, I just... You gotta talk about it. I think, I think it seems like she wants at least the option, mm. whereas he's like, no. Yeah. And I think that's where it is, where he's like, I don't want kids. And she's like, I don't really think I want them, but maybe I yeah. will in the future. And I'm seeing my friends with them and I can see how positive it can be. And yeah, yeah. You know, I it's might just, want that at some point, and so that's really where it's just hard to live your life, yeah, uh, with definitives in general. Or you know, it's just you just kind of got to go through it. And I have a feeling she's gonna want kids. Well, there's this saying that I've heard where it's like a man hopes a woman won't change and she will, mm-hmm. whereas a woman hopes a man will change and he, he won't. won't. Yeah. So I wonder. That's a generalization, but still, Maybe. like. There's a lot more pressure, I feel like, on women to choose family and children. There's so much. And so... Yeah, it's okay if you don't have kids. Just because your friends have them and they look happy means doesn't mean that you need to do it. No. It could mean that you would also be happy doing that, Ooh, but it also means... If anything, you, you can be around those kids. you can be happy kids. without it. You can be around those kids and be a part of their lives and then go home at night without a car seat... Without if I'm in front of my babysitter the next day, you can, and that's what I hope to do. I hope to just experience other people's lives and go home to my own. So the reason I got so excited okay. was that I forgot that there's some fan fiction oh, no. that was sent to us. I think mm-hmm. did you mm-hmm. find it? Did I find it? I think it was tweeted at us. It was tweeted. I got an email that says got another fanfic for oh, you. Oh God. Um, I'm trying <laughs> to see if there's an original. Well, there's one about like foot jobs. Oh right? God. I think, hold on. Let me find it. Megan Tonjes fan. <laughs> this one is from somebody. Hey guys, it's Rumbly Stomach. I got shit faced with my pals the other day, found the sandwich in the garbage, then sat down and wrote uh, this great fic. I edited it the next day. It's all right if you don't read it on the podcast, but I just wanted to tell you about it. I'm pretty happy with how it came out. Here's the link to the fic. Check it out. Please leave some kudos or comments if you feel like it. Thanks. Sincerely, love you guys. Keep podcasting. Is this the one that they sent? This is, is it on got the tag for own? What's it called? Or what's the? What are there any foot job tags? <laughs> uh, there is 
lots of cum as a tag. Okay, I don't. <laughs> foot job. What was your foot job? Free form. Oh yeah, I think that's it. Uh, bong hits, fat yeah. tits. Oh yeah, fat tits. It's bong hits and fat tits. Yeah, yeah correct. <laughs> okay, am I reading this girl? You want to read it? Are you reading it? You got it. I don't have it. Oh shit! I guess I'm reading it. Okay. Okay, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> the title is Adventures in Foot Jobbing. <laughs> Episode 69. I still have never given a foot job, but I'm really excited about the prospect of doing it one day. Summary, Keith and Megan indulge. Mm. Notes. See the end of work for notes. Okay. Oh, God. This is... Are you going to give notes to them, girl? Is, uh, it's quite lengthy. It's a lot. Okay, well, let's I go. can read it let's quick. Let's experience it. It started off as a regular night. Another Sunday like any other. Megan and Keith sat down for the podcast. Their mics adjusted perfectly. Everything synced and lined up just right. God damn. Not live on Twitch. Uh, Megan, oh, a little shade to us. A little shade. Megan decided not to tonight. Too many bananas, lol. Just a regular old Sunday night podcast in time for it to be uploaded by Monday. Wow. Naturally, Keith was hard as a rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, How do they know? Keith uh, is flaccid constantly. Are you kidding me? Uh, Come he, on. He just got in from his room hitting the bong hard. Uh, Amanda Palmer's guitar hero still rocking away in his head. <laughs> Time was softened. Softened? Softened. Time was softened for Megan as well. She blew her last held breath of smoke out the open window in the living room next to the podcast (laughs) setup on the coffee table. Wow, it's like they know where we live, girl. She had just rubbed her feet down with some fruity Bath and Body Works lotion. Yes, bitch. She fresh on that shit. Yes. She stretched her legs and cracked her ankles, sunlight glinting off her shiny toenails. Yo, what the fuck? Keith walked through and sat in his regular armchair perch, admiring her piggies as he went, that cock growing ever harder in his pants. He regretted not wearing (laughs) underwear in his sweats. Wait. Okay. This is definitely a foot... A foot fetish Ooh, thing going on here. I mean, they here. warned you in the tags, For bro. the record, uh, feet don't turn me on. They don't turn me off, but they don't turn me on. But what if someone say. put, like, some lotion on your dick and rubbed it with their feet? Uh, and they had pretty toes. And they had pretty kinda, toes. They may be, a, you know, they, have, they should be clean feet. Yeah, I, yeah. I wish well, they yeah, would clean be clean. Feet. She was used to seeing him hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, constantly. But Megan still shook her head and rolled her eyes at Keith, trying to conceal his boner from her. <laughs> Bitch, I'm about to see it anyway. Why are you hiding it? Relax, BBs. Keith looked up sheepishly. sheepishly. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I was just, oh, shut up, you sad ass bitch. She laughed. You know, we just a couple of friends (laughs) who occasionally touch each other. Yeah. Oh, you know what, girl? Actually, people probably think that that's true here. Ha ha. Yeah, I guess, said Keith. Still embarrassed, but relaxed somewhat. Podcast time, Daddy Keith. Megan warned him for once instead of just going in like she usually does. He relaxed in the chair and nodded, enjoying his high and settling in. He spread his legs, letting his heavy cock slap the back of his super touristy Venice Beach boardwalk sweatpants. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, I gotta go get some boardwalk Venice Beach sweatpants. You gotta dress the part, girl. Come on. She sat her thick ass down opposite him. Goddamn right. She gave him a look and smiled through her bright red lipstick and began. What up, my big, beautiful bitches? This is Megan Tanges, and I'm Keith Burrito, and we're a couple of friends. Oh, my God. Am I giving you a foot job on the podcast? And the podcast continued as usual. They mentioned their sponsors, their recent streams, videos, and any gripes they had about the week. They talked about their banana intake and any recent news that pissed them off. It really is just another regular (laughs) old Sunday podcast. And be like, this is what our podcast is about. (laughs) Keith keeps his attention on the subjects at hand, but really Mm. can't keep his eyes off of Megan. 
Ooh. Titties out. Titties out. He admired her from the tip of her beautifully red painted nails, her cute white toes, those long pale legs, this bitch's thick thighs, her waist and privates hidden by the tight pair of gym shorts, and chest hugged by her dark blue crop top that showed her chubby tummy with a little bit of cleavage to top it off. Yo, I sound sound hot. Sound like a snack, B. I sound like a little piggy snack, girl, a little bacon. Oh, God, it's getting even better. Her warm, white, angelic figure was an absolute haven in this dark world haunted by Bill's stresses unseen predators and other terrible things. Bitch, you were just complaining about bills too, girl. They know. How Keith wished he could just exist with her. How he wished he wasn't moving. How he wished he could stay with her forever. Yes. Forever being roommates, sleeping together, kissing each other, smiling and laughing with each other. Oh, that would actually be so much better if we shared one room, girl, and then we had the other room as our office shooting space. Move in. Keith. Keith? Hey, you stupid bitch. (laughs) Keith snapped out of it. Hey, cunt, I'm about to read the patrons. Where is your mind? You and your one and only half... I'm sorry. You and your one one and a half jobs. Wow, this is a fan. Oh, sorry. I was just thinking about... uh, Megan gave him a look. Not just any look. The look. That look. The I know you were thinking about me. Why can't you focus for at least a minute? Holy shit look. Wow. Oh, before we do patrons, can we think... uh, Talk about Gambino's new song. Keith found his voice and pushed... This thought to the front, out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. He queued up the song, ready for it for the Patreon read. Yes. Uh, yes, Megan said. I can't believe I forgot about that. Well, first of all, that bought him to uh, that bought him another half hour of just zoning out, admiring Megan's body again, checking out her toes <laughs> once again, those nice arches in her soles, her beautifully pedicured nails matching the color of her lips. All right. This person likes nails and nails toe parts Nails and, and lips things. and toes. Good night and goodbye. They finished the podcast as the music faded in and faded out as Megan hit the record button again to stop the audio. Yes. They looked at each other. <gasps> you can't just take your eyes off me, can you, Megan said as she looked her head, shook her head at Keith. Bold. Keith didn't say anything. He just looked at her. His eyes were smiling, but his face was straight. Serious. Dot, dot, dot. Horny. Keith, dot, dot, dot. Megan looked at the bulge in his pants. These are all you can think about, huh? She stretched her legs out towards this horny motherfucker and spread her toes out, kept her feet together like she was trying to catch a softball with those stubbly digits. (laughs) (laughs) Keith adjusted his position in the chair as he bit his lip. I don't know what you're talking about, he said sarcastically with a smile. Megan pulled her feet back across the table, coffee table, back across herself. Keith almost looked sad that they were out of his view, but he was still hard as hell. Uh He looked at her, she looked at him, then broke the eye contact to stand. She bent to unplug her laptop, her gym shorts straining as that fat ass tried to break through them. (laughs) It's like, it's like, I love it. I love it. Couldn't tear his eyes away. God, why did it take me this long to really see her? Keith thought to himself. She began to head down the hallway to her room, turning her head as she went. You were like caressing the side of your neck as you're reading this. Keith, why are you still sitting there? Hurry up, bitch. She gestured her hand carelessly into the air, motioned him to follow her. This would be me fucking, girl. Like, hurry up, bitch. Let's go. Keith uh, stood up suddenly, nervously, as if this hadn't happened in many times before. It was as though every time Megan called him to her room, he didn't expect it. As if he forgot about it each time it happened. He quickly walked to catch up with her. I think there's a scene change now. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, my God. 
Am I still going, girl? Yeah, you are. All right. Um, I haven't even touched your dick yet. They lay in her room. Keith, comfortable and nude, sat against the wall with a tall stack of Megan's pillows behind him. Megan sat crisscross facing him as if Mm. they were podcasting again. But this time, his dick was flopped between her freshly lotioned feet. Her hands gripped the sheets to support herself. She swore her... She still wore her gym shorts and crop top. Of course. Her nipples were hard and protruded from the top as she slowly rubbed her feet, alternating up and down on Keith's cock. They never broke eye contact. Mm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) She could read the absolute arousal that was painted on Keith's face with a brush as thick as her thighs. Mm. Megan wore that sultry smile and wore it well. She had him right where she wanted him. She licked her lips. Oh, you like that, baby? This is getting... (laughs) This is getting pornographic. She Girl, whispered, oh, now it's just getting She whispered to Keith as, she, as he put his head against the cool wall in ecstasy, yes, yes, I do, BBs. I can't. Uh. He pulled his head back to face her. Their eyes met excitedly. I can't resist you. Someone definitely writes fan fiction. I love it. Keith's body was covered in a slick layer of sweat as he choked out these words. He was trying so hard not to come. It's okay. Relax, baby. Megan said quietly, looking at him through heavy lids. It's okay. It's okay. First of all, fuck you. Your lids look a little heavy, girl. You got them heavy, those heavy (laughs) eyes, girl. You got this. Come for me. Come hard for me. She stroked and stroked, her soft soles gaining speed, rubbing every inch of Keith's cock, feeling every bulging vein, every wrinkle of skin, her toe until her toes reached and gripped the tip, (laughs) grabbing it, touching it, with her big toes massaging the smooth red mushroom cap. Oh my god, with your toes, girl. My little my little hand toes. That's girl. making me feel weird feelings. Um, I mean, maybe they're weird feelings that see the the thing about fan fiction that I said, girl, is like, what if I read this and then I'm like, This sounds interesting. Let's do it. <laughs> like, what if it fucks us up? He couldn't hold it any longer. Ah, stroke me, BB, he managed to gasp out. Megan rubbed his feet like she was dying of hypothermia and Probably desperate to make to a breathe. fire in the freezing yes. cold woods. But her arms had already frozen off, so she was doing it with her feet, and Keith's dick was the wood. Wow, okay, this person well, really, really is a went. podcast. They were, like, they were like, just in case you didn't get the reference, let me really drive it home for you. You know what? Never mind. She jerked off his cock with her feet like her goddamn life depended on yes, it. Yes, That's what yes, I mean. Yes, yes, yes. Orgasm racked through Keith's body. He mm. felt it on every inch of his skin. Hell, his heart came for fuck's sake yeah he let out a groan your heart came my heart came wow that i mean that sounds like you might want to go to the doctor girl because if you got heart you got blood in your cum just coming out of your heart girl it's bad he let it oh god he let out a groan as he released rope after rope of pure white thick healthy cum thick healthy girl it erupted from his dick like a volcano and she didn't stop stroking him until he was gasping for air and squirming in a damp spot of his own sweat Convulsing in the total euphoric ecstasy he experienced Ugh. on now her bed Now you came sheets. all over my fucking bed. Now I got to do laundry. That's $1.25. Continue. She laid back, her work done, and the fruits of her labor went on the bed, around and on top of her feet. <laughs> the pure dripping white matching the pure solid white skin. They both lay there gasping, wow. gaining their footing once again. Wow. It was so damn hot in that room. Megan sat up and rolled herself t- forward onto her chest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like I'm a small beached whale. 
Yeah, some of these, some Roll of these word choices. Us, uh, you lucky, you lucky. I like you. It's a little, uh, a little much. Yeah, that, that's a little. Mm. It's, a little <laughs> it's a little. It's a little lot. Is what that is. It's a little lot. <laughs> so Megan sat up and rolled herself forward onto her chest so that her hands lay on either side of the man's legs. Feel like fucking? She said in an out of breath <laughs> voice. I'm gonna say that next time. Feel like fucking. Um, but that out of breath voice was the hottest thing Keith had heard all fucking That's day. That's goddamn right. He opened his eyes and turned his head towards her. <laughs> his boner also regaining consciousness, sprang forward, narrowly missing her chin uh. as it bounced against his thigh. Yes, <laughs> yes, I want that. Yes. Megan bit her lip as she smiled and crawled toward him on the bed. She got closer to him, then oh. sat on am her I ass. To, let's see, am I might have to get on top because that sounds exhausting. And slipped out of the gym shorts. Uh, revealing that freshly shaven fat pussy. Yes! Oh, fuck, he thought, looking at her newly revealed area and taking a deep breath. He'd be so lucky to see this fat puss. He grabbed at her hefty shoulders. Okay, okay. Might as well just that's say another, I heaved my point, way. Okay, a little off. hefty. All right. And urged her closer to him. With combined effort, they were brought closer together. She Oop. straddled him, and they kissed for the first time that day. Their lips softly laying together at first, then pressing against each other harder, opening and tongues dancing together this or pretty, whatever. This is pretty solid. Someone's this taking... is pretty solid NC-17 fan fiction. Like, if this were Eric and Sookie right now, I'd be touching myself. Continue. She straddled his thighs and reached down to his cock as they kissed. Okay. She wiped away what remained from his previous explosive yeah, cum get rid shot, of, get rid of these babies. flicking it away with her thumb. And she lined him up with her hole perfectly. Ooh. He lay, working himself slowly into her as oh. she lowered herself onto him. Oh, already tired. They bo- hey, girl, can you just... Can you- <laughs> <laughs> already exhausted. It's my turn now, bitch. Okay, or your sorry. turn. I don't know. Sorry. One or the other. It's nobody's turn. Uh, they both gasped <laughs> as they were... As they were... As together as they could get. Uh, they moved gingerly at first, but quickly began to grip each other tighter and tighter. Yes. Fuck me, BB, they said together. <laughs> they looked at each other and smiled a little. I can't. He thrust himself into her. <laughs> oh, God. Tired of dawdling. Uh, he wanted to give her, give it all to her oh. and for her to take what he had to give. Yeah. They both moaned aloud with their thoughts, with the thoughts of only each other on their mm. minds. Why is that important? I'm definitely uh, thinking about more than just Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm thinking of some other shit for sure. Absolutely. Like, I'm, God, thinking. Damn, I'm pulling from everything. Keith grasped her. Sometimes I, when I'm fucking someone, I just like to close my eyes and imagine them in my head fucking me the way that I wish they were fucking. <laughs> Keith grasped at her. I'm sorry. Keith grasped her in a full body hug. Okay. Moved down on the bed so she could sit on his cock comfortably. Oh, okay. And began to pound that huge Batista cock deep inside of her. (laughs) Classic Batista cock. Megan put her head on his shoulder with her lip right next to his ear. Oh, fuck me. Fuck me. Fuck me. (laughs) Keith let out the Keith let loose the most energized fit of thrusts he could imagine. Yes. Plunging himself in and out of her oh. over and over and over and over and My over and over hurts. and over. My cervix hurts just thinking about it. It was so good. Both joined as one. Is anyone going to touch my clitoris? Is anyone going to touch my clitoris at parts any point? flapping. Fluids flapping. mixing. Even their sound becoming one. Sounded like a fucked, bowl of macaroni. And they fucked. And, and they, they fucked. fucked. <laughs> they fucked hard. <laughs> Megan moaned aloud, rubbing her clit. As Finally, someone myself is touching my clit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. As Keith's Christ. cock hammered 
into her again and again. One of us is concerned about my orgasm. Baby, baby, she stuttered out. (laughs) Keith had a handful of Megan's short, bleached blonde hair and pulled it back hard. All right. He had her at his mercy, the pain getting them both off. Oh, okay. Well, I guess it's the only thing that's going to get me off because no one's touching my fucking clitoris. You got it yourself, girl. Thank God. I'm the only one that's got myself. Baby BBs, I'm going to come. Keith pulled her close. Baby BBs, I'm going to come. And whispered in her ear, biting at her soft neck. Ooh. Hell yes, BBs. Me too. BBs. Come inside me. Come hard. Come deep. Come with me. Oh. She gasped back back into his ear. Oh, my God. A few more slaps of meat against meat. (laughs) And okay. one more blitz of... A dude wrote this. Yeah. Uh, meet in one more blitz of lunges, come churning his balls and orgasm oh. threatening at the tip of his pulsing Jesus cock. Jesus Christ. I don't think... I don't know, girl, because this uh, this sounds like some fan fiction that I've read, girl. Keith gasped, practically screaming in the air as he came deep inside of his friend. <laughs> <laughs> Just as she asked, another bunch of thick white snakes escaping. Taking into all the her. snakes, girl. The snakes are with me. They live inside of me. <laughs> as he went on, she climaxed. Oh, her yeah, walls right. tightening around his rock hard yeah, cock, okay. squeezing more cum out of him. Yeah. As if like was it's a, not it's flowing a, freely it's already. It's like it's a little pimple that I'm just trying to get it all yeah, out. Just of, a little you know? extra, Just give me you know? these snakes, girl. Just give me these snakes, they peeps. Mo- they both <laughs> tensed up super hard and came so fucking hard into Ooh. onto each other. Ooh, into onto. <laughs> there was a slash situation there. A little into onto. Into onto. They gripped each other close, screeching and sexual. Damn, this is the longest orgasm this is ever. Good. Fuck screeching me. Screeching release into each other's faces. It's the best. Ah! This is the this is, this is Can the, you feel me, peeps? It's <laughs> the best sex I've ever had. Continue. Uh, screeching into sexual release into each other's faces, quaking and pulsating with orgasmic pleasure. Oof. A flood of Megan's juice escaped from her and onto the bed. Finally, as a flow, finally. I'm getting dizzy reading this. As a flow of Keith's sweet white goodness followed from oh, her God, overflowing these pussy. Sweet snakes, these sweet snakes. They collapsed onto each other. Okay. They were one, joined by this natural bond as one being. Yeah. Keith held her flat against his chest, mm-hmm. hugging her like she had never had. Wait. I'm shocked her. it's not going to be like br- Keith struggled to breathe beneath her. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. Hugging her like he'd never have her again, stroking her hair. God, Aww. they both ex- exhaled, still so shivering sweet. in the aftershocks of climax. That's so sweet. This is the end, by the way. Okay. They sat down side by side on Megan's bed, blowing mm. out weed smoke from Keith's bong into the <sighs> box fan of the on the windowsill that took it out of the apartment window. <laughs> they really, they really think we're they concerned. Got a lot of detail. They have a lot of detail, but I'll let you know what we are not concerned about. Our apartment smelling like weed. We just oh, breathe we it freely fun. into the air. It's fine. They had cleaned up their mess by the towel placed under Megan's bed for such occasions. <laughs> Still slick with sweat from the hot temperature of a, of a summer in Los Angeles. Ugh. In addition to their recent I would never fuck you in the summer here. They sat and enjoyed each other's company, <laughs> fingers tracing their bodies, playing around, and enjoying the silence besides the blowing of the fan, the bubbling of the bong, oh. and each other's relaxed breaths. Wow. Is that it? There's some notes. Oh, let me give you the you notes. Want to see the yeah, notes. let's let's look at the I had this idea in my head for a while, wrote it drunk, <laughs> then edited that shit show the next yes. day. Yes. This is a fun and exaggerated story with humor from the podcast mixed with my own fantasies and chips. Hope you enjoyed. Wow. That was a great follow this person's Twitter, Boombox Brian. Boombox Brian. That's B R Y. Wow. What let's, a, go to, let's go to the Twitter real quick. What a gift. That was pretty good, Brian. What a gift. Wow. Boombox. Boombox Brian. Oh, we got a little frog. A little froggy frog. 
Wait, is it I A or Y? Uh, B R Y A N. Boombox Brian. My dick is a rocket ship. Is this, is I was the just name about to read that. You know what? Fada you know what, Brian? Of the family. Captain of the Hat Club. Black Lives Matter. Congratulations, Pod. Kill Nazis. Kill oh, rapists. Okay. Intense. Very intense. Intense. You know, with the the cum fan fiction and and a lot the of vibe. lot of ropes of cum and. <laughs> Just so many white it's snakes. Ropey, girl. A, it's ropey, girl. It's ropey. It's a Kevin Smith. So, girl, d- how do you feel people. now? Do you feel like you cheated on your girlfriend with me? I mean, I feel like I've had a very visual experience uh, having sex with you, girl. You know, it's almost better than us ever doing the real thing. I can't get pregnant like this, girl. Yeah, we could just read fan fiction. Wow. Send, send them on in. <laughs> what a time. Do you have anything? So to add? much detail. Um. Don't you look over here. Don't you be worrying about nothing. You know, I just, as a as a fan fiction former writer, I just have a lot of appreciation for the craft, and especially when it comes to sex fan fiction. And, um, yeah. I like that you didn't even have your own... Oh, back in the day, you'd have... You'd write fan fiction, and then you might have a beta reader. A beta reader? So you'd have someone that you would send your stuff to. Like and an they, editor? Like an editor. Yeah. But you do it for each other and whatever. Yeah, and yeah. I remember literally just... Give each other feedback. Yeah, I was just too impatient to ever have that. I was mm. like, I, if I finish it, I need to send it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I appreciate that you were your own beta reader and yeah, yeah. made that shit happen. There you go. That's commitment. That's what I like to see in the BBs. You know, it's like you have a vision and you make it come true. Come true. Should we do one more question or should we wrap it up? Let's girl? do a question. God, did we even do any questions? We did one. Then we did the, the, <laughs> the, re, the fanfic. Now okay, a little we'll, fucking. Let's get to a little advice. A little fucking advice. a little advice. This is a good one since we're both Ropey. creative people. Uh, okay. The subject is not trusting my own creativity. Mm. Question mark. Interesting. What up, Mama Tanjas and Daddy Keith? I'm a 26-year-old self-taught beauty and special effects makeup artist. Love it. I've been struggling lately for at least a few months with trusting in my skills and creativity. It's gotten to the point that I'll do a beauty look or an intricate FX makeup and end up saying, fuck it, this isn't good enough or what I envisioned. And just not to post them on my social medias, Mm -hmm. which is where I'm trying to build my portfolio. Okay. I'm starting Mm -hmm. school for aesthetics in september which also has a small makeup course Mm -hmm. and i think that might help but i was hoping to get some insight on how to get past this stage and not feeling like anything i create is good enough or creative enough Mm -hmm. i actively try to not compare my work to other artists because that'll just fuck me up even more but i can't get past this shitty block and i don't have any friends who are artists of any kind to ask for advice from Mm -hmm. well you got to make some friends online girl i know internet i don't have my friends are all on the internet and then i just fooled them into coming to me yeah i know uh you're both artists and you're out here doing the lord's work and helping the bb so literally any insider advice would be help uh would help immensely thanks much in advance and give sweet baby margo a little hug for me because my two huskies refuse to cuddle oh Aww. my god two huskies god bless you girl shit um okay so i think i i totally relate that's mm-hmm. how I often feel. That's something I'm actually literally trying to break out of right now is that anything I do is just never good enough. I think about ideas too much and I end up to getting to a point where it's like, ah, it's not going to be good and I just end up never doing it. Mm. Now, that's something I think I really need to get over and that's something I'm going to break through soon. It's so funny because we're um, so opposite. What do you mean? Where it's like, I just have so many fucking ideas that I just start doing them instantly without any regard for like, is this going to be great or not? Don't fucking care. Just make it. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah. 
I just want to like get in the habit of not being afraid yeah, yeah. to make something that's not good. It takes time. You know what I mean? And I have a real big problem with making something that's not good because if I see something as I'm doing it yeah. and I know it's not good in the process, Rooms not only will I just like try to revise it, I'll stop. Yeah. Instead of revising. And then once working you leave it, it, it's so hard to get back yeah, into yeah. it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, what I should say and what I should be doing is just fucking doing it. Accept the fact that I'm going to not be perfect. Mm-hmm. Accept the fact that what I make is not going to be the greatest thing ever. Yeah. And just make shit because the more I work at it, mm-hmm. the better I'm going to get at it. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. even my first video is my worst video, right? Like mm-hmm. kind of idea. Yeah, you, like, you got to go up. So that's what I'm just trying to ha- have in my head where it's like, you know what? Maybe what you worked on isn't what you thought it would be, mm-hmm. but that's okay. Post it anyway. Show yeah. what you're doing because you're gonna have that. Not only will you have a portfolio, but you're gonna have that journey because you're gonna you're, you're you're starting now. You're still relatively young. You're not a professional by any means in this makeup industry. Like, and you're self-taught. You like, gotta learn. You gotta fuck up. Just I would say, do your shit. Post it. Say what you like about it, and then also say what you don't like about it. Like. I like this work I did because of this, but I also wish that I had done this better and this, like, just catch it in the yeah. bud, like, things that you already know that you could do better. Self, do it. And then, so on the next thing you do, you can work mm-hmm. on those things that you yourself see you need to work on. Well, I think when it comes, especially when I think of, like, friends of mine that do makeup stuff and do YouTube, it's like they almost have this time capsule of, like, when they started doing makeup or when they started doing something, and then throughout the years how that's changed. And they'll even go back and they'll reflect on older videos and be like, what the fuck was I doing here? Right, like, yeah. This is how it's changed. And like, I think people like watching that journey of like, you start from square one, you grow, you grow, you grow. And then you can always reflect back on your previous work and show how you've learned things. And that helps other people there in the process. I would also say that the thing for me that's helped me kind of move past this idea of like, it has to be perfect for it to go out is... Mm-hmm. I like to create challenges for myself. Like, I feel like I'm a big proponent of, you know what? If you set the parameters as every day that like, girl, what I did with request Tuesdays, I was like, I'm gonna do 31 covers in 31 days. Mm -hmm. And there are certain parameters. It's like, I'm posting something every day. I'm paying attention to what you guys want. But ultimately I get to choose the songs. I get to choose when they go up on the day Mm -hmm. and I'm somewhat in control, but I know that at the end of the day, I've made a promise to do this thing. And so getting through that short amount of time is like, it's like a short, it's like a race, right? Mm -hmm. And the thing about that is that not everything you put up every day is going to be great, but you don't have time to think and stress about it because in 12 hours, you got to put something else up. So I think that all together with like, even friends of mine that draw, I'm like, you should be posting something every day, like set up a month where you're like, I'm going to, you know, like on YouTube, we do vlog every day in April. Like people do that kind of stuff. It's like a way of kickstarting you to just make it and just put it out and people expect you to just, you know, upload on certain days. And so you do it and you don't stress so much about the end product. It's more about the act of doing it mm-hmm. consistently. Yeah. And once you do that, <clears throat> you get better and you get quicker at what you're doing, but you also get more comfortable, I think, making the mistakes and learning from them and revising it the next day and like not everything. Cause the reality is that like, when we when we sit there and we say, oh, well, this isn't good enough, this isn't good enough, the reality is that like the, all the people that we think are watching us all of the time really aren't. Like They have a million other people they're following. Right, right. They're not going to see everything you put up. No. They're not going to see every little mistake. And you know, 
it, I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves when the reality is that like everyone is just out there probably lo- like loving stuff that we're putting out and we're just sitting there, you know, being down on ourselves yeah. about it. But I the mean, act of making this stuff is what's going to make you better. And I think, yeah, I think set up some kind of challenge for yourself, whether it's like, you know, creating some kind of Instagram where every day you do a new look, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. every day you do a new look inspired by something, right? Um, uh, set some kind of challenge and then invite other people that are watching you to join the challenge too. And then that's how you create a community. Yeah. Um, and you create people that are like cheering you on because they're doing the same thing. So I'm a big fan of challenges and, you know. Yeah. I was going to say taking it upon yourself also as like another, cause you also said that you have no one to sort of share your work with. Like I think yeah. you need to, I mean, you're on the internet girl. Like you Ooh, need yeah. to network, you need to find Facebook forums, groups, Pinterest Facebook groups, groups uh, um, Instagram people like Instagram. You got to network and like make friends with people online and be look like, at other hey, people like, that you follow. They're doing similar things and, and recreate a look that they did and, and tag them in it. Discord. I feel like Discord is a huge thing now. I'm sure there's yeah. people who are creating Discords where they share each other's work and they comment and talk about what they like and don't like and give that feedback. Like think of think of it as like joining like a writing workshop in college that like I would I would do where you would go, you'd write your script, you'd read it to the class, they would rip it a fucking part. Mm-hmm. You'd rewrite it, submit like your 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 revision and and Margo's in it right now. That's how it would be, right? So you would m- draw your you know, makeup or your your effects art and post it and get that feedback and just keep on chugging. Yeah. I, I think, you know, I also think of like people that draw and Go stuff to conventions. and they show their process of like day one, when I started drawing versus day 30, when I drew every day, the same photo every day and mm-hmm. got better and better and better and better. Um, I just think there are really creative ways that you could share what you're doing online while also giving yourself a chance to grow and also get over your fear of it having to be perfect before it goes out. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, those are some of my suggestions. Yeah. That's it. Margo's freaking the fuck out right now. Margo's just, she needs a little change up. <laughs> living new, her life, A new girl. napping spot. She's just living her, she loves that couch being so low. She's just living her fucking life. Girl, if you pee on that couch, I watched her pee on her bed the other day. She stared at me while she, she peed it, on it. And I was like, well, now I got to throw this out. One of the BB sent it to us and she just full on peed. So... Oh, well, she found yeah. her corner, girl. Now she found her corner. She's going to fall that off. Corner. She ain't going to be comfortable. I can sense it. Oh, Listen. Man, my channel lost all of its monetization. Bye. <laughs> When's the last time you uploaded, girl? It was in December. All right. But still, I don't I don't upload frequently at all. So yeah. it's all good. I mean, the reality is that like for, a, you know, you probably weren't making that much money no. off of anything. I was probably weren't hitting the 100. Infrequently. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm looking up a song, though. Oh, yeah. What, oh, you looking up a song? Okay, for, listen. For well, end. I hope you got something out of this podcast. I hope either you laughed hysterically at the sex fan fiction that we read. Yeah, you guys got it. Or we answered some of your your burning lifelong questions about having kids or you know dealing with perfectionism. That's us. There you go. Uh, we have some Patreon BBs. So if you like this podcast, you want to support it, you can <clears throat> hang out with us over at Patreon.com/slash Adventures in Roomating. It's a tipping and reward site that keeps this podcast free as fuck. Keeps Daddy Keith. Buying us coffee and, you know, picking us up from our walks. Yeah, I picked you up in the middle of the street today. Uh, just picked me and the, bu- the baby up. We were, the going for a, we were going so for a little walk. I was trying to get all those poops out of her, you yeah, know? Yeah, girl. Sometimes we got to go. Look at her. So now she's done for the day. I realized that I was every day I'm like, I'm going to start going to the gym today. I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m. and go to the gym. And then I always find an excuse not to. But then I also realized that if I'm getting microbladed, I can't sweat for like 10 days. So Oh, yeah. Uh, no gym. 
a lot of walking though. AC and, and 10,000 steps a day, girl. That's what I'll do in the meantime. Anyway, so let's give a shout out to Lee. Lee wants to promote the podcast called Lady in the Drunk, which is available <laughs> on iTunes and SoundCloud. Follow them on Instagram at Lady in the Drunk. They're two stand-up comics with a refreshing non-PC look into today's topics and everyday struggles. And of course, my fat puss gets a shout out. <laughs> I love it so much. It makes me so happy. So we got Sean. It's an aggressive sound. Yeah. <laughs> is that outside of our apartment? I don't apartment? know. Keep going. I really have to use the bathroom. <laughs> I got to poop, too. We got Sean <laughs> missing you, miss some more. We got Carlos, too many C's, too many A's, too many R's, Carranza. We got Samantha, the truth is out there vetting. We got Gina, uh, get it checked out, Wartman. We got Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, Ramirez. We have Eric, you know, nah, Mino. And I also, shout out to all these BBs, because, you know, on this, you can see, like, their lifetime pledge and stuff, mm-hmm. and, like, yeah. like, their, like, their limit and whatever. And some of you, like, budget a lot of money to us <laughs> like <laughs> like long term over the course of years yeah but still it's like it's a big deal for like someone to give you like twelve hundred dollars over the course of whatever it's like that's nuts mm-hmm. and that's i appreciate the fuck out of that mm-hmm. like you have no idea and i'll read all the sexual fan fiction you need me to read to Here's get that song, money girl. oh here we go Got Zacharia, Zacharia, Zachary Padilla, Sam Brodera, Tarika Santiago, Carla, Jess, Amelia Duncan, JK, Dean Downer, Julia Biggs, Jimmy, Cody Ostolosa, Ricardo Baraja, Celia Adams, Jason Gonzalez, Becca Murray, Mandy Arthur, Kyle Eakey, Dylan Waterbury, Kate, and Kyle Englishman. And all of these BBs are right with their Lord and their credit card provider. I love seeing all this green. All the green. Summertime. Instead of that red. Time. And you know what? We're going to choose. I forgot to in the Ooh, last yeah, one because I was crying. We're going to choose a wondum. A wondum? <laughs> it's our wondums. It's a wondums. I wanted to say a random $1 BB and it became wondums. Okay. I'm going to give a shout out to uh, Chantal Mitchelson. What up, Chantal? What up, Chantal? Donated a dollar this month. Appreciate you. I'm going to click on your shit. It's not loading very quickly, but uh, you look like a very nice person. And also, this person is supporting Gunnarola. Oh, there you go. And me. Boom. Wow. That's a true patron. Appreciate you, BB. All right, listen, you can find me making touches on most things. Via Keith W.O.A. Crew on Twitter. Don't forget to send us questions at roommatepod at gmail.com or go to adventuresinroomating.com and find us there. And that's it. Good night. And, and goodbye. goodbye.